Welcome back to Football Ninjas. You caught me so off guard. You started. <laughs> I was about to ask you something else. Oh, it's fine. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, as you can hear, we're both here. No guests this week. Just the two of us. It's a great song. Can make it if I try. Just the two of us. The two of us. As you can see, AJ goes on a lot of dates and sings that to girls. Yeah, I do it all the time. Every day, bro. With this Diddy Chisney channel flow. <laughs> I was going to ask you, let me see the update on the tattoo, though. Before you started recording. Well, I don't think I did add color to this. Oh, yeah, the Puerto Rican flag had not had color, right? And just the flames? No, the flames were done. Now I just got to do this side. Twist your leg. Twist it. I got to see. Oh, so it was just a flag? Yeah, I just did the flag. How long were you there for? I was going to do this too, but I didn't want to be there all day. How long did the flag take? Like three and a half, four hours. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah, bro. You'd be surprised. Color takes a long time. And they do have a lot of detail for the flag, so I guess, yeah. Fair. But just because he has to keep going over it to make it like a certain shade, mm. he has to go over it like fucking ten times. There. Especially because my skin, like, the first time we did it, he's like, yeah, your skin doesn't like the color, bro. It gets so I have to go over itchy it and, like, like, No, like, it just, like, it won't stick. the color doesn't look as good. Uh-huh. Or not, I don't know how to explain it, but it's harder to make the color look like the color, I guess. I don't know. I wonder what, but I want a tattoo with color eventually. I just don't know what I'd get. Yeah, so we did that, and then I booked my next one for to finish the leg next month on the 21st, I think. Our boy AJ is a tear it up. And then, and then he said that he wants to, uh, he's going to do another, he wants to do another session of just touch-ups, and then he wants to enter it into a, a leg sleeve competition at next year's tattoo festival. You know, he pissed me off. He did a great job, right, by the way, with my tattoo, mm-hmm. but he made me stay an extra, like, half hour to take pictures of my tattoo, and he never put it on Instagram. How dare he? Unlucky. He even said he loved doing it because he hadn't done that much detail in a while. Well, like on a smaller tattoo. Mine hasn't been put on Instagram, so. Anyway, it's been a long week since we spoke last to the people. Uh, there were midweek games in the Champions League. There were weekend games in every other league. And now we're on an international break. Again. Gosh darn it, man. Gosh darn it, man. Also, it was announced about the World Cup. Um, where it's going to be hosted in 2030? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. And the Euros for 2028. Okay, so yeah. So, I'm going to get into that as well. But, first, real quick. What is your... Okay, so, Portugal, Spain, Morocco. Cool, right? Mm-hmm. But, and then the whole Argentina, Uruguay, and Paraguay thing. What are your thoughts? Do you like that or no? Wait, wait, wait. Can you repeat the second part? I blanked out for a second. So, like, the, the whole nations are technically, like, Spain, Portugal, and Morocco, right? Yeah. But the opening matches are for, like... For Argentina, Uruguay, and Paraguay are going to be hosted at home for those nations, so South America. I thought that was in Copa America. 
No, this was the World Cup. What the fuck? So basically, they're like, oh, well, it's going to be the 100-year anniversary, so we're going to let them open the first matches because, you know, I think the first one was in Uruguay because Uruguay won, I'm pretty sure. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. They won the first two, actually. No, Maybe. just the first. That's why they... Not the first two. They won, like, three of the first, like, five, bro. They've only won two. But it wasn't the first two. They won the first one, I'm pretty sure Italy won the next one. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, they're... Gonna have the first like opening games for like those three teams in South America, and mm-hmm. the rest is gonna be in Spain, Portugal, and Morocco. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously been min- mixed feelings and reactions about this. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think that's stupid as hell. Thank you, I agree. I mean, like it's cool because like you're paying homage, right? But if you're trying to pay homage, then they should have just hosted the fucking tournament mm-hmm. rather than uh, hosting one game because a that gives them an unfair advantage. B then they have to fly across the world to play their next games, which are going to be like three or four days later. Unless the new system, like the new way that they set it up, gives you more time off in between games. But regardless, they're not going to have more than like four days Comple- of rest. Completely inconvenient for the fans. The fans, yeah. And again, the players. like They're the ones that are already playing 100 games a year. Adding cross Continental, not even cross continental, cross world. Then you play another game three days later. It's dead as three continents. And it's not even fucking like, it's not even a friendly. Like, it's, it's one world. thing when yeah. like, it's a friendly, but it's another thing when it's the world goddamn cup, the biggest tournament in the world. And I feel like with so many, na- like, even with the Spain, Portugal, Morocco thing, mm. I wasn't a fan of the three. Con- like, if it's too cool, I feel like three is just kind of doing a lot. Just because, like, Something like when I was a kid that I really fucked with with like the World Cup was that when it's in one country, you really get to see that culture, mm. and it's like on display for the world to see and enjoy. Yeah. And now it's just like, eh, mm. like cool. It's in South America. I mean, I know things about South America. I mean, like I know some of the culture from like here. Like the Morocco one would be sick because that's obviously very yeah, yeah. U- unique compared to all all of the other two yeah. continents, but. Well, the thing is, is like, I'm not su- super mad about the three hosts, only because, like, they, they are, are really three, close. They are, A, they're close, but, like, Morocco and Portugal aren't that big. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's kind of going to be, like, the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, where, like, Spain's probably going to host a majority, and then right. the other two will host a couple. Which I also of, think is pretty stupid in a way. Because of size, but, like, then you can at least, like, say, like, oh, it's in Morocco. Like, that'd be so fucking sick to go to a game in Morocco. Well, even in Morocco, they... They do have stadiums, but they even like have been planning this for a while. That if they got a World Cup, they would just build a bunch of new stadiums. Mm. So they've been planning this for a while. So like they're able to host like more games because they've been wanting it for a while. Well, they think they are. That's the thing because I'm still like upset about the 2026 one because it's like might as well just host in the U.S. Like at the like as like as cool as like it sounds like. Well, if Mexico has three locations, Canada has two. The fuck's the point? In my opinion. I just, it's, eh. It doesn't sound that great to me. Fair. Like, if but, Canada but, was going to But again, this is different, though, because, like, the U.S. Like, the U.S. is literally fucking... Well, I guess Canada and Mexico are massive as well, but, like, Canada doesn't, doesn't really have that many stadiums. Yeah, and most of Mexico's are old. And, like, the Mexico ones is more, like... I don't know. It's just like they needed, they wanted in the U.S., but the only way to get it in the U.S. since they hosted it so recently. Same with Mexico. It's like it's not like it's been that long since they last hosted. Right. It's only been what forty years, thirty five, forty years, whatever. World Cup wise, that's World Cup wise, that's, that's, that's only ten a World Cups. Yeah. So, like, 
you can't just let the same five countries host every fucking ten year or every ten tournaments because then everyone's like, well, it's a World Cup. Yeah. You gotta give everybody a chance. So at least this way, a Canada can say like, hey, we finally got to host a World Cup, even though they're not big enough to fucking support a World Cup. Like you can't play sixty games of a World Cup in Canada. No, I'm not so saying like, you have to. I'm no, just no, saying I'm split not, up some of the I'm, like, not, I'm not evenly. saying like I'm not saying like I'm not going against you. I'm just saying like for that, like it makes sense why the U.S. is big. It has the stadiums. And it has the stadiums already. But at that point, they're if you're to gonna date. like Canada, should at least be like unless like. See, here's the thing. I don't know if Canada really wanted to host or if it was just kind of like a oh fuck it, we're in type of thing. Because at that point, just build a new stadium. Like obviously, it's expensive and all that, but like. Oh, yeah, but they're going to have to build several new stadiums. Yeah, like, well, what was the, there was a problem with the Montreal one, right? Yeah. So Montreal was out. They, But so I remember they, it was because of the... And Toronto's already small. I think there's only, like... They're going to upgrade Toronto. But they're only going to fit, like, 20-something thousand. No, they're going to upgrade it more. No, because right now it sits, like, just about 20,000, and it's only going to be in the high 20,000. And then the one in Vancouver is... Probably what thirty forty capacity yeah thousand, it's not bad but I mean, they could have done I mean that's not big enough for a World Cup though no so could have built them the capital and stuff, like, but and then even Mexico was like obviously you have the th- Azteca was a no brainer just because it's a an Azteca yeah and then the two most modern ones are the ones in Guadalajara and Monterrey, but like well but then it comes down to does is it like is it like the League's Cup where Mexico is like. We want the money, but we don't want to pay for shit. No, I think they did low-key want it, like, to be a part of it more. No, I know that, but I'm saying, like, did they want to be like, oh, we want to host it on our own, but then we have to pay to upgrade and and redo all these stadiums? Or do we want to just tag along, make a shit ton of money, and you just take the three stadiums that are already capable of hosting games? So, basically, when I saw it, it was like they were down with the whole, like, being involved, mm-hmm. but knowing how the FMF is, the Federation, yeah. they probably just wanted the fucking money because yeah. they're like everybody in charge of scum. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like there are stadiums that could have easily hosted that just needed a few upgrades. Like there's one in um, Puebla. If you're familiar with that one, it's a beautiful stadium. Like, well, but then who who owns that stadium? Is it Mexico or is it the team? Because then it comes down to you can't force the team to fix their stadium if they don't want to pay for one it. Thing, yeah. And you then, would have to. Uh, so then the government's going to have to pay for it, but the government's not going to fucking pay for someone else's belonging. Depending it, because I don't know if it's technically part of the team That's or the I, city. Yeah. Like, let me just show you the stadium, though. Estadio Gautemoc. I misspelled it, but it's okay. But, um, while you look that up, yeah. No, I think... I think it's going to be pretty sick to have it in... Like, I feel like Morocco, Spain, and Portugal. Just the exterior. Oh, yeah, it's pretty nice. It's it's a world... Because it was just upgraded a couple of years ago. And see, the thing is, the only bad thing would be that they would have to add stands in the corners. But that would be it. Hmm. So, upgrade the capacity. Yeah, it doesn't look that... It's, it's well, brand new... It's, it doesn't sound difficult, but realistically... Oh, obviously, it's Logistical great. nightmare. But regardless, I mean, there there is opportunity, and I just think... I just think it's just kind of, like, sucks as, like, even if you look at it as a neutral and you want to, like, have, like, a full experience of all three countries, it's, you're not really getting it in a way as much as maybe you think. 
once the tournament comes, it could be different, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know how it's going to work out in 2030. Because yeah. Spain's definitely going to get most of the stadiums, obviously, because they have... Well, you saw that. I don't know if you saw, but they, they said they announced that the, the Bernabeu was going to host the final, and then Morocco was like, wait a minute, we're hosting the fucking final. I think Morocco should host the final. If they're going to build a stadium, which they said they were planning on, two building stadiums, plural, yeah. I think, why not? Hmm. Most of the games are probably going to be in Spain anyway. They got, obviously, more yeah. more stadiums and stuff. More stadiums um, and bigger. Portugal, I can only really think of three big stadiums, which is Porto's, uh, Sporting's, and Benfica's. Yeah. I mean, the next best, I, I don't I even mean, know. I mean, they probably have other big stadiums, but, like, those are, like, the three big cities. Yeah. And the three big, like, teams and right. everything. So, there's... Definitely, those will be the three at least, at least that host. There might be others, but and then Spain actually has a lot of good stadiums. They have obviously Barca, Madrid, the Bernabeu. They're Bilbao. rebuilding. They're rebuilding the spot if I can now as we speak. Yeah, um, Sociedad is really nice. Metropolitano, uh, yeah, and then they're gonna actually, um, Sevilla, redo a Real Betis. Sevilla oh. is it's for a World Cup. I don't think they would use it. Well, then they also have the where. Barca's playing now. Yeah, but it's an Olympic stadium. Still. I don't think they would use Barca twice. Especially where you have three countries. Because isn't the one that they're playing in now technically like the national stadium? For, no, it's Barcelona's like Olympic stadium. Oh. Yeah, so it has a running track too, so it's inconvenient. Mm. That's crazy. And then... Then they also announced 2028 Euros will be in the UK. Yeah. That's going to be fucking sick, bro. So it's going to be, uh, obviously, England, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, Northern Ireland. I missed one. Oh, that's it. Yeah, fine. So I heard, basically, that only, so basically when you host, right? Yeah. You get, you don't have to qualify. Mm-hmm. But apparently, there is a thing where only two nations are going to get, like, just automatic qualification. Yeah. And nobody knows who it is yet because it was just announced. And so basically people are saying, like, well, should the ones that get automatic qualification should probably be the two worst nations. It's Northern Ireland and Wales. Well, then, then how does it depend? Who's, who's the worst then? Is it Wales? Is know. it Scotland? Is it Ireland? Because Obviously Northern Ireland is the worst. Yeah, without a doubt. But, like, who's the second worst? And so, like, everybody's like, well, oh, England's obviously going to get, like, you know, like, the buy-in right away because it's England, this yeah. and that. But, like, people are like, morally, England's going to make it regardless. Let's yeah. be, they're one of, they, they have one of the best teams in the world, realistically. But at the same time, like, they're going to probably host most of the games. They are going to host most of the so games. So, technically, they should get the automatic in because. And that's basically where the whole, like, moral thing comes in. And, like, obviously fans mm-hmm. from all these... Na- and all all these countries hate each other yeah, at the end yeah. of the day. They all hate England. Yeah. So they're like, oh, well, fuck England. Like, they're going to make it anyway. Yeah. Who cares? But England's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to be hosting the majority of this. Like, this- we should be able to get in. And everybody's yeah. just like... Like, all of them are like, no. Like, you're going to make it anyway. Like, one of the, like, the mm. smaller... Na- so mm. it's, like, a predicament. Mm. I don't know. I heard that St. James Park is hosting some games. <laughs> That's all I care about. Where was it? There's one in Birmingham. Wembley, I believe, obviously. Which one in Birmingham, though? Would it be Villa Park? No idea. Is that the nicest stadium in Birmingham? Probably. They're the only team in Birmingham in the prime. Yeah. Uh, 
How gluten makes it. <laughs> Bro, just imagine you have like Germany versus France semifinal. Cristiano Ronaldo. And fucking Kenilworth Road. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo's in your backyard. He hits a free kick through your window. Oh my god. Honestly, would be impeccable. Honestly, they, they should do that. Or there is, um, not about the Euros, but this actually blew up a while ago, like a couple of weeks ago, where they should have a World Cup. For the, the worst, worst 32 nations. Yeah. Nah, that'd be sick. That would that'd be, be sick. That'd be amazing. If they had it every... Like, I don't know. How would they do that, though? Because, like, if the Euros are every four years and then the World Cup is every four years... They can do it every four years, but they can do it in, like, it a different to, cycle. Yeah, but, like... They can do it... Because, like... Between the Euros... So, it's Men's World Cup, Women's World Cup, Euros. Women's Euros. We could just do it the same year as the women's Euros. I guess. Because obviously, like, it's the Women's World Cup. You can't over-fucking. Yeah. Because most sexist men will watch the World Cup. Or the... What would it be called? The Worst Cup. The World's Worst Cup. The... <laughs> the bottom 32. The last 32. Uh, or, I mean, like, obviously, summer's, like, two months, so they can have it in two separate months. That's true. Plus, doesn't the Women's League technically start, like, a month after the men's? So if you, like... That's push, true. Yeah, yeah, push yeah, it back yeah. a couple, like, yeah, played in, like, July and, like, the yeah. mid in June. That's true. Um, That's true. But that I just, the, the shouts where it was, like, imagine watching a tournament where the favorites are San Marino and Lichtenstein. <laughs> that would be fucking <laughs> that class. Would be that would be class. I would, can't lie. I would, I would thoroughly enjoy oh, watching Oh, 100. That. It would be the worst football, like, ever. I probably know, like, seven players in the whole tournament, too. But. And, like, somebody also said, like, if you, like, when you do this, like, like hosting in like the biggest arenas in the world, right? Just threw it at like a Sunday League stadium. <laughs> Do it at Kenilworth Road, like for Luton, right? Like the worst stadiums possible, no. just to keep the vibe up. That's so disrespectful to these <laughs> nations, bro. Because <laughs> like the players are still professional. They can't be played on a Sunday. I don't know. Turf. Some of them do. They're part time. Oh, some of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are professional. <laughs> No, I would. They wouldn't look professional. Like, say the U.S. hosted that, and, like, they were like, oh, you know, like, SoFi Stadium. Like, it would have, like, maybe not in the U.S., but, like, Wembley would sell out. No, imagine it happens in the U.S., and they're like, instead of playing in MLS and NFL stadiums, you got to play in, like, USL League One. Oh, my God. That's, like, a 10,000 capacity (laughs) half stadium. Hey, but some of them are pretty fucking nice. Some of them. Some, yeah. But most, the majority. (laughs) Some of them play in colleges, bro. And not even that. Some of them literally have one stand. Oh, that'd be great. Dude, imagine they played at um whatever Fort Madison Stadium is. They literally have a petting zoo. Imagine going to the World Cup and there's a cow next to the pitch. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Literally would be world class. Yeah, dude, that, that's something. FIFA needs to do that for the fans, yeah, to be honest. To, yeah. Because everything's obviously about money. I don't... That shit, they make money. That would make a lot that of money. That would make a lot of money. I feel like real fans or even just casuals would just enjoy that thoroughly. Because, like, A, when there's nothing else to watch, you can watch it. And, like, all these countries that, like, support the sport, they're just going to fucking get drunk as hell. They're going to be betting money. I got Liechtenstein to win it all. Like, just they're just going to support Liechtenstein for the summer. Quarterfinals, you have, like... Guam versus like oh my god Puerto Rico do they even have a national team <laughs> barely they do but 
don't know if it's even... Do they qualify under FIFA, though? Because I think it's not a nation. They do, actually, yeah. Yeah, I actually seen something on Instagram the other day that apparently there's a set of islands. I don't know if they're in the Caribbean or if they're in the Indies or like where they are exactly. But they, they, no, I don't. But they just became the last ever, like they were the last ever nation to finally get a national team. And it's like a set of islands. And they Mm -hmm. just released their kit. And it's made out of like recycled materials because they're trying to say like, Y'all need to stop fucking us over, because if you don't, then our islands are going to be gone, and we're all going to die. Yeah, dude, have you ever heard of the island of Tuvalu? Probably. It's in the middle, I think, of the Pacific. <laughs> Apparently, it's going to be gone in, like, five years. Jesus Christ, bro. R.I.P., dude. But those, uh... Those nations would be... Because the amount of money they would get... Like, obviously, FIFA's going to pocket some of that money, because... Yeah, yeah. They're mon- money-hungry whores, but... Give that money to, like, not just obviously the winner, but all those nations, some of that money, to actually build, like, um, what do they call it? Like, just to have the resources for, like, football and all that. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much, like, like, literally the sale of Moises Caicedo to Chelsea funded an entire, like, what what is it? What do they build? An academy for Ecuador? Yeah. And, like, just for, like, for the country itself. Not even the club he originally came from, from Ecuador. That's crazy. It would benefit so many nations. I think I'm going to write a letter to uh, the president of FIFA. I think we need to start this. I'm trying to fucking find a new... But I can't find... I don't remember who who it was. Did you just look up, like, last nation to become... To get a national team? Last nation to acquire... A FIFA national team. Oh, I think I remember. Because I literally see it on Instagram. Research, research. There's someone that I follow. Research, 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 research. Forever. I don't know who the fellow was. It's not really important, but... I was going to bring up, to the whole Puerto Rico thing. Mm. Is it, like, a thing that, like, um, Catalonia has? Where technically it's not recognized by FIFA, but they play other countries that are technically not recognized by FIFA? Well, the thing is, is that... It's a U.S. territory, but it's still its own country. Except that it's not a country, technically. I don't know how FIFA would do that, though. Because, like, realistically, it's not a country. It's its own thing, Cause that's it's like territory. But that's like saying, um... Fuck, what's it called? I forgot what it's called. Is it Martinique? Is it a French territory? It's a French territory, but it's still, oh, okay. it's still so a nation. Use. Okay. Or, like, the one that's owned by fucking the Netherlands. I forgot what it's called. Suriname? Is that the one that's yeah, yeah, something like that. Or, like, they even have, like, French Guinea. Or, yeah, yeah like, okay. even, like... Like, they're all still their own countries. They're all still FIFA ranking. Or and technically, FIFA they're, ranking, like, either islands or very small countries on the very top of South America, but they all play for it with CONCACAF. Exactly. Yeah. Well... Yeah, look, they're in the Nations League. Puerto Rico. Oh. CONCACAF Nations League. Where'd you get a kit? I'm, I've been trying, bro. They don't sell them. No, what does their kit look like? It's pretty awful. Is it's it? It's dreadful. Jesus. 
Puerto Rico. And they fucking suck too. Images. Let's see. That's not bad. It just looks like Paraguay. Paraguay? Paraguay. Is that how you say it in English? Paraguay? Paraguay. Okay. Paraguay. I'm they're, sorry. Fucking, they're fucking sponsored by Joma, bro. The fuck? It's Goma, bro. Oh, actually, the back is kind of sick of this one, dude. Oh. Yeah, just like a Paraguay National Kit. Oh, they actually are available now. It's because I looked a few months ago and they weren't available, but now they are. So maybe I'll get one. Maybe I'll wear it when I go. Next I month. think, who was it? You sent me one. It was um. San Diego University. Oh. Their new... uh. Kit. I don't, I don't remember. Was it not you that sent it to me? Oh my god, Google's acting up. No, not San Diego Loyal doesn't even exist anymore. Well, they do for now. Yeah, I mean, for now. Aren't they supposed to, like, um, announce what their new name is later this month? I don't know. I think I saw I something. I think it's bogus them. how they fucking disband the loyal and just said, fuck it, we're making a new team in San Diego. They're going to have a very tough decision of choosing either San Diego SC or San Diego FC. Mm. San Diego City. Man. Oh my days. Well. Into the football, huh? Yeah, probably. I'm still trying to find this kit. I guess it wasn't you that sent it to me. Who? All I know is I'm buying a Detroit City FC something later this week, actually. Those are nice. I don't know if I'm buying the jersey, if I'm buying a hoodie, if I'm buying a t-shirt. I don't know, but I'm buying something. Depending on the price. It is very nice. It's fire, it's fire. But anyways, into the footy we go. Last week, we left off on... Uh... Oh, actually, before that, I should probably apologize because last week I forgot to set the episode live. We literally recorded like three days before it was supposed to go up and I just kept forgetting and then... <sighs> whole lot of nonsense that we're probably going to talk about in a little bit. Well, You're... Probably, yeah, we're going to definitely talk about it in a little bit. Regardless, we left off on Monday. Chelsea played... Someone, I don't even remember who, don't really care, they won. And then Burnley played Luton. Did Luton win that game or did they draw? I'm actually very invested in finding this kid now. Oh, Burnley won 2-1. Um, not much to say. The worst two teams in the Premier League. Or two of the worst, I should say. Maybe not the two worst. Go head-to-head. They were awful. That... Brings us to the main event. The Champions League. The Champions. So, uh, Bayern Munich played Copenhagen. They were down. In the 56th minute. And then 11 minutes later, Jamal Musial scored. To level the game. And then he comes on and he scores again. Matthias Tell. Bayern Munich wonder kid. 
crazy to think Bayern actually has like a good player coming through the academy. Instead of buying it from somebody else in yeah. the league. Well, I like, yeah. Wow. Um, one of the biggest shocks of the week. Manchester United 2, Galatasaray 3. <laughs> oh, nah, nah. He needs a sack, bro. He's he so, needs to go. He's so bad. He's so bad. First of all, Hoyland scored that brace, which fair play. I need him to do that in the fucking league so that my fantasy points can start going up again. <laughs> Zaha scores on his return to Manchester. Lovely stuff. You love to love see to it. Love to see it. Love to see it. And some random Turkish fucker. I think he's Turkish. Scored. And then Maru Akardi. How the hell do you chip a keeper in that position, bro? Well, first he missed a pen. Oh, yeah, he did miss a pen and Casemiro got sent off. But then, before the goal, that that has to be a save from Onana. 100%. That has to be a save. 100%. How do you get, literally, he literally got chipped from, like, 15 yards out. And he was, like, three yards off his line, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's just quite. But the thing is, comical. he like almost like went down before he even shot it. Yeah. Which is like okay, fair. Like, but at the same time, like, I think he reacted too early. He's been doing that all season. It's one of the big criticisms he's been facing. And I wanted him at Chelsea. Thank God. That would have been funny as hell. It's been a nonstop problem. The goalkeeper situation. Well, and then there was another upset in the Champions League, which, in my opinion, isn't as big. Still pretty big, though. Lens 2, Arsenal 1. Arsenal were up 14 minutes in. Lens tie it with an assist from their star boy, Elie Wahai. Wahai? 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 I don't know how to say it, but gets the assist, ties the game with the 25th minute. Nine minutes later... Bad news for the Gunners. Bukayo Saka down, injured. Has to be subbed off. I was still looking for that jersey. I'm sorry. It's okay. It was so nice. I, you didn't send it to me. San Diego University. It was an Aztec calendar jersey. No, I didn't send that. I haven't seen that. Alright, never mind. But, uh, yeah, Bukayo Saka went down. After the game of Arteta said, he thinks it's pretty serious. Serious enough to keep him out at the weekend, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yep. The biggest game of the season so far. No soccer. His first missed game in 87 straight Premier League appearances. Damn. That's impressive. That is pretty impressive. Yeah. And then in the 69th minute, Giggity. L. Yi he scores. And he's assisted by the one and only. Chicago Fires. Very own. Frankowski. Well, he's not our very own, but once played for the fire. Yeah. I have his jersey in my in my drawer right there, signed. Oh, yeah. That's right. You do have it. Yeah. Pretty sick. Class stuff. Class Class, stuff. class, class. Not much else to say, but... Well done by the French club. I've heard that. They're struggling a little bit this year. They are. But apparently at home, they they were like the best team in France last year. I can see it. I mean, go to home field advantage. Yeah. So, fair enough. The Gunners are on the road and they lose. <laughs> PSV 2, Sevilla 2. 
I didn't watch this game. I'm not gonna lie. Didn't even watch the highlights because I couldn't care less. It's two two. I mean, yeah. That's all I gotta say. I mean, you would think Sevilla would win that game, but they're obviously struggling in the league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. PSV. I have no idea how they're doing in the league. I don't think they're bad. And the, the, uh, there were two Americans on the field. Eventually, there were three and a Mexican for PSV. Yeah. Love to see it. CONCACAF representation in the fucking North America Champions FC. League. Yeah. Yeah. 2 2. Unbelievable. Braga 3, Union Berlin 2. In the 94th minute. Despite being 2 0 up at one point. Yeah. At home. Berlin crumbled. Kind of feel a bit for them. Yeah, well. And they had a goal ruled offside in the fourth minute. I'm lucky. Sucks to suck. I'm lucky. Madrid, three. Napoli, two. And Bellingham scored. Again. Madrid keep getting lucky. I ain't gonna lie. And an assist as well. Like. Vinny's return. Madrid are still good, obviously. They don't have a striker, but that hasn't really been a problem because of Bellingham. Because mm-hmm. he's world class right now. Yeah, yeah. And probably the most informed player in the world. In the world. But Madrid can't keep getting away with this. They were winning by own goals and goals and like. The last minute. I mean, this one wasn't the 78th fair, but it was still a known goal. Home goals, tap-ins, 90th minute. And I think, game winner. if I'm not mistaken, I think they're struggling in La Liga, too. Or am I tweaking? They're first. I'm tweaking. <laughs> well, they would be struggling if it wasn't for Jude Bellingham. Right. But he's too fucking good, and he's... Just do bloody good, mate. After Wades, Sociedad 2, Salzburg 0. The Spanish teams are actually playing well in the Champions League. Shout out to Sociedad. I don't remember the last time they were in the Champions League. It's been a couple years. Like yeah, seven or something. I wanted us to draw them. Why? So that Isaac could return. Uh-huh. And score. In Sociedad. It's a bit, it's a bit harsh. Yeah. Maybe later on in the in the Champions League. Probably not. Probably not, no. Yeah. I mean, they are top of their group right now, to be fair. Both of them? Yeah. And then Inter 1, Befica 0. Just one of the matches you don't really know what to expect, right? It's Befica. They're usually good in the Champions League. They always make it out of the group somehow. Inter, same exact way. I feel like you'd expect Inter to win, but I feel like it's very... They can be inconsistent. Exactly. But they were also at home, so slight advantage. Slight, slight. Some slight. <laughs> uh, what else happened that day? Nothing important. Just a burning game. Brings us to Wednesday. More Champions League. Royal Antwerp 2 and Shakhtar Donetsk 3. What a game. The Ukrainians take the dub in a comeback after being 2-0 down. For 48 minutes, they were 2-0 down. It's beautiful stuff. Unlucky. Unlucky for Antwerp. 
and then you have Atleti, Comandric 3, Feyenoord 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like you'd expect them to win it, huh? Morata Brace, Griezmann scores in the 49th minute before halftime. Game was quite boring, though. Jimenez is yet to make his Champions League debut. Yeah. I think next He was there, next though. Game. Was he, po- he posted a picture at the Bernabal. Mm-hmm. Bern- um, no, at the Bernabal. So, like, he was in Madrid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was actually at the game. I mean, I would assume if he was in Madrid that he would be at the game, but he posted a picture of the Bernabal with, like, hearts and stuff. See, Simeone's going to sign a new deal. Is he? He's dead, Lutti. Oh, I didn't see that. I thought he said he was done after this deal. I just, I feel like, I thought they need a switch up low-key. And... But it can go either way, too. It can either go really good or very bad. Yeah. I feel like it would go bad at first. Probably. And then, talk your shit. Talk your shit. Newcastle 4, PSG 1. It still hasn't set in, bro. <laughs> it's been over a week. It's been a week and it still hasn't set in. Actually, bro. it has been exactly a week. Literally. I'm watching at work. Keep in mind, same day as the Messi match, right? The Inter-Miami-Chicago fire game. So I had to leave the office around 2.30. Game started at 2. I said, I'm not leaving until the first half ends, bro. I refuse. And then Miggy fucking Almiron decides, fuck it, I'm going to have a hit, son. And it goes in. Second goal. Burn. I thought Donnarumma fucking pulled off a worldly rise. Like, there's no fucking way we didn't just score there, bro. Thankfully, there's such thing as VAR. Gave us the goal, which we'd rightfully earned. Second half started. I missed the third. I missed the third goal, unfortunately, because I was driving downtown, and kind of had to keep my eyes on the road. Otherwise, I probably would have died. That's fine. Missed the fourth goal. Well, not the fourth of ours, but PSG's goal. And then Fabian Schaller had a hit at the end of the game. Said, fuck it. First game in the Champions League at St. James's Park in 21 years. First win in the Champions League for Newcastle United in 21 years. Probably the biggest win in the Champions League in our history as well. Probably. Like, biggest as, like, because of your opponent or just the scoreline? No, like, your opponent. Mm, yeah. And honestly, I can't say I pre- expected 4-1. I don't think anybody can. But I knew we were going to fucking win. Because I said it from the beginning. I said, look, we may not make it out the group. But we're not going to fucking lose a single game at home. And that's not a if. That's a we are not. That's a guarantee. Nobody is coming into our stadium and beating us in the Champions League. In the group stage. God loves that. <laughs> so wait till you all get Bayern in Madrid. <laughs> but no, yeah. I mean, I couldn't watch any of the games while I was at work till after they all ended. Everyone said, oh my God, Mbappe's going to have damn burn. Damn burn had him in his pocket, bro. And then that video resurfaced of Griezmann 
with the French national team on the plane, where he's playing career mode or football manager, he's like, Mbappe, I just sold you to Newcastle. Or I signed you to Newcastle. He's like, what, Newcastle? He's like, yeah, kind of cold over there. Mbappe's like, fuck that place. (laughs) Well, no, he had a taste of it, didn't he? Yeah, he's going to have bad memories forever. That's funny. Oil club versus oil club, except one is better managed because you don't buy a bunch of egotistical superstars. Yeah. Bruno Gomez is back to himself after a shaky start to the season. Karen Trippier is the best right back in the world. And that was on full mm. display. Honestly, couldn't have asked for a better game. The only thing that I could ask for is being there live in person. It would have been so magical. I would have probably had a kid in eight months. It's nine, buddy. Well, yeah, but it's been a week, so like eight months, <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyways, in our group, Dortmund drew nil-nil to Milan. Which means Newcastle sits top of the group. Followed by PSG, and then Milan, and then Dortmund. It's funny because just based off the names of like everybody in this group, it's the group of death. But realistically, everybody is struggling right now, and like it's transitioning, except for Newcastle. They're barely coming up. Hmm. So like, despite it quote unquote being the group of death, it's probably like one of the perfect groups to be in. Even they are like massive clubs. Hmm. Fair, fair. PSG just lost their two biggest stars, and they think they're going to be fine. They don't win shit anyway. And Mbappe's clear of Neymar, let's be honest, bro. On the field, current day, he's clear of Neymar. I don't like Mbappe at all. Well, teach their own. And then, obviously, Dortmund's kind of like, this is Dortmund. Yeah, they fucking suck. They're never really like... Everybody always thinks they're good, but at the end of the day, they always bottle it somehow. Yeah. Honestly, the only place they ever really perform it is in the Bundesliga, which Bayern has kind of proved doesn't really mean shit. Yeah. Because it's a bunch of farmers and Bayern. Really. Honestly, I don't even think it's just a bunch of farmers. I just think it's basically Bayern being this, like, fucking dickhead that, like, just buys all the talent around so Fair. we keep them on top, and they have all this money. Fair enough. And then there, you have Milan, which clearly isn't the Milan before from, like, the 2000s. Yeah. We, we, we grew up and loved them. And, like, they've gotten better, obviously, because 2010s were just horrible. But at the same time, it's like, they lost their best midfielder, who was supposed to be their future, to some random team in the north of England. Funny enough, he actually was the fastest player in the Champions League last week. Fastest? The fastest. Who would cracked. Who would have thought? Sandro Tonali, the fastest player in the Champions League. Yeah, you don't expect it. Especially when he's fucking playing against Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> and fucking Usman Dembele and Colomuani. Oh my days. Uh, City 1-3-1 against Leipzig. <sighs> Not much to say. It's just City being City in it. Wankers, wankers. Um, Celtic 1, Lazio 2. You know, today I didn't actually know that these uh, two fans uh, had a bit of a history of going back and forth with each other. Did they? 
A little bit. They have a small history. Actually, speaking of fans, the PSG's ultras, the PSG ultras in Newcastle were crazy, bro. On the streets? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That was fucking lit. I, I wish I could experience something like that one day. Do you? Yeah. There. One day I will. Me too. One day I will. I don't know where. I don't know what team. I'm mad because I almost did. We went to France and I wanted to go to, was it? Chelsea Lille. It was Lille, right? Yeah. And Chelsea fans were getting like shit thrown at them on the streets. So then Chelsea fans obviously reciprocated the energy. Yeah. But then Chelsea fans were the ones that started getting arrested and shit. And they're like, they fucking started it. Mm. Imagine me spending a night in a French prison or a French jail cell. I mean, yeah, I can imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, Pedro still still got some a little something left in the tank. It is the twilight of his career with a ninety fifth minute winner. Yeah. Um forgot that man existed to be honest. I love him. Most importantly, Cameron Carter Vickers, he's back. I don't think it's more important than the game winner. It is, bro. For Celtic. What a man, what a man. Anyways, Barcelona won, Porto nil. I heard there's some contro- controversies there. Again, I didn't watch the games. Yeah, I didn't watch, I don't know. Um, But apparently, Barca shouldn't have won. I couldn't tell you why. Hernan Torres scored. Even though oh, my job is... Oh, I did hear. Cancelo conceded a pen and they didn't call it a pen. Ah... And it would have tied the game if they got the pen and scored it. So let us know if it was a pen or not on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And then Gavi got sent off in the 93rd. And uh, I heard a little little man got injured. I don't know if it was this game or over the weekend. But Lamine Yamel. I think it was this game. Is that where he went to go? Like, he disappeared? Yeah. Yeah. He got injured. And apparently the, the Spanish FA is trying to force him to play it friendly, so he's cap-tied and can't switch to Morocco. And everyone's like, the guy's literally fucking injured, bro. And they're like, we'll go fuck. He should he's play for playing. Morocco. Fucking playing. Did you hear? Brahim Diaz switched officially today to Morocco. Well, it was official now? Yeah. Nice. Pretty good. But Pretty good. Apparently, though, like, he went to the bathroom in the middle of the game... And nobody had noticed that he was missing for 10 minutes until Xavi was going to sub him out and he didn't walk up to get subbed out. So for like 10 minutes, Barca was playing with 10 men. Oh, my God. And, like, I guess somebody went to go check on him and, like, apparently, like, everybody just thought he was going to go take a piss, right? Come right back, and then he just never did. So everybody's just like, that must have been a violent shit. He was missing, like... For a while, like... Bro must have been passing kidney stones or something. Because apparently he came... He went to the bathroom, like, the 70th minute. And then by, like, when he got subbed off, it was close to, like... It was, it was 80th. 80th. Yeah. So it was, like, a full 10 minutes. And it was just like... the hell is this kid? That's funny. Yeah. Imagine that happening in the Champions League. What is he, like, 17? 16. That's crazy. Yeah. Imagine going back to school the next day. The hell did you go for 10 minutes? Hanging. <laughs> and then we start build grave tight with young boys, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That was the Champions 
Lee. There's also MLS this week, eh? There was some cheeky MLS that we, we attended. Cheeky, cheeky. Cheeky, cheeky. So I just have one question. Playoff hopes on the line. What is Messi? For the fire and for Messi. Where is I mean, Messi? Inter Miami. 62,000 inside a soldier field. 55,000 of which were only there to see Messi. Who did not show. And it's a good thing he didn't because we dicked him down 4-1. Get in there. Come on, you fire. And it was so nice at the 80th minute seeing all those pink and blue and white messy jerseys walking up to leave early because of a bunch of wankers. Probably the first time attending a fire match in their life. Probably didn't even know who Messi was till last week. Bunch of frauds. Oh, Shakiri played the best game he's ever played in a fire kit. I would say his career. Maybe. Highland Selassie was super sub that we never thought. What, a what happened? What, what a substitution. Great great game management by Frank Klopas, huh? Huh? What so a Messi's title hopes, or playoff hopes, I mean, ended in Chicago. Well. Yeah. Let, let me have it. Let me have it. Well. They didn't, but they pretty much did. We're going to say they did. And now, there's a possibility that Messi might go on loan to Barcelona. Yeah. So we just ruined his MLS career. He's going to go on loan to Barca for half a season. I'm confused. How the hell is that going to work? Because he can't go on loan until January. But the MLS season starts in February. So he's going to have one in a month half loan? That's or are they just going to let him stay till June and then he misses half the MLS season? I couldn't tell you. That's fucking stupid. Or is it just like, fuck it, you can just have him on loan now? Nah, you can't do that. That's against the rules, right? I think. I don't know. I mean, MLS be finding ways to bend rules there all the, since he's gotten here, so. So does Barcelona. There we go. match made in heaven. Let him have it. Let him have it. Uh, nothing else really matters about MLS. I just wanted to bring up the fact that there were 62,000 people in the stands. And it was great, and I really, 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 really wish that more people would come to Fire Games, because that shit was fun as hell. Hectic, busy, but fun. I thought I'd put my phone on silence, I apologize. It's okay, it's okay. Um, and that brings us to this weekend. Poor Lewin, man. Spurs. Vic, Mickey Van de Ven. State Assist- undefeated. Assisted by James Madison. Who would have thought through a month and a half, two months of Premier League football, Spurs would be top of the table? It's not going to last, though, isn't it? It's not, but like two months and they're on top. I think they're really just vibing. They're going to like, they just have so many good vibes with the new manager and everything. But eventually, they haven't even lost, bro. It's not going to last. They literally haven't lost. Ange Ball is here. They can keep doing well. I mean, I wouldn't call them title contenders. No, 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 I don't think they're title contenders, but shit, I'm impressed. And I did predict them to finish top four. It's looking likely right now. Fair. It's looking very likely. Speaking of four, 
the best game of Chelsea's last year and a half. Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea score four Chelsea. against the shit Burnley team. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Yeah, you love to see it, but at the end of the day, it's progress, but it's also Burnley, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. anybody could beat them 4 1, right? Except Luton. No, yeah, <laughs> uh, Everton 3, Bournemouth 0. So there's so many teams this year in the Prem that are like, they're just so shit. And then it's like Everton are like I feel like they're so inconsistent because they'll do so well against like a team they should lose to, and then they do so bad against a team they win. And it's like, they literally lost a Luton, bro. I like how you lose to Luton, bro. This one is just like you should be beating Bournemouth, but like oh, I don't understand you. It doesn't make sense, bro. Fulham three, Sheffield one. Oh, dude, that injury. Oh yeah, that was disgusting. Oh. They literally said, like, we will not be showing this again, ever. And then I seen it on Twitter. And at first, I was like, nothing fucking happened. And I watched it again, and I was like, that's terrible. Yeah, it was disgusting. Literally one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Who even was it? Chris Basham. Sheffield center back. Poor fuck. Fuck, dude. Hopefully he heals up well and fast. And did, did you see the video? Yeah, I saw it, bro. His career is done. No, I saw it. Nah. The way I saw that leg just dangling. Yeah, bro. I saw you literally seeing like his fucking bone in his sock still, and then his ankle was just hanging there. To be fair, I have seen I've injuries seen like that where they have come back. But how old is this lad? To be fair, he plays for Sheffield. It's not like he's going to play at the highest level anyways. That was rude. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking rude. Oh, his career's over. He's 35, bro. Okay, yeah, his career's over. R.I.P., bro. Man. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was like the highlight of the game. Yeah. R.I.P. Bro. R.I.P. But then, uh, with a a triumphant comeback, Manchester United beats Brentford two one. I'm fuming. I stopped watching because I was like, oh, the game's over. And there's no chance. I went to the gym, and then the group chat said Scotty, and they said it again. And I was like, what the hell? They chanting his name. Get to the gym. I check the score. Motherfucker scored a. Four minute injury time brace. Why the hell did they even add seven minutes in the first place? That Fergie time is crazy. It's fucking rigged, bro. They said, beam me up, Scotty. It's fucking rigged. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, dude, screw that. I, I, I didn't watch the goals, but I just know it was some BS. Manchester United paid the ref. That Fergie time. Boo. And then probably the most boring game of the weekend. Palace nil for us now. Oh, they gave me nine points for Guayhi on fantasy, so I'll take the clean sheet. Fair enough, fair enough. Hell yeah. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Brighton 2. Liverpool 2. Salah scores a six-minute brace. Liverpool were also robbed of a pen. Yeah, they're just going through it right now. They? <laughs> really Literally down yeah. bad, bro. But I mean, RIP. hey, it's yeah, karma. It is what it is. Oh, we also didn't even mention that uh, Spurs, they won despite being down the man for like half the game. Also true. Which was even more impressive. But despite to be fair, yeah, but I was still, about to say. Still, playing with 10 men for 45 minutes is crazy. Yeah. 
Ooh, did win a game last week, so. Uh, Newcastle 2, West Ham 2. Isaac scores a brace. Oh, my God, he was so close to a third, bro. Did you see it? Motherfucker literally rounded the keeper. Fucking hits a fake shot, rounds the keeper. Hits it. Fucking bounces off the post, bro. And then the defender goes sliding in to try and, like, get a goal line clearance. But instead, it bounces off of him and goes out of play for the fucking corner. Defender doesn't touch it. It literally lands right back at Izak. And he just taps it in. He scores his hat trick and we win the game. But then Kudus comes on in the 89th minute. Or in like the 85th minute and scores in the 89th. Tied 2-2. Unlucky, unlucky. Something that Ajax is missing. Uh, Wolves 1, Villa 1. Huang Hee Chan, the Korean guy, scores again. That Korean guy. <laughs> Ever since Pep said that, man, he's been on fire, huh? And my boy Ollie Watkins got an assist for me on fantasy. Get in there, Ollie. And then possibly game of the uh, the weekend? Didn't watch it. I was getting tattooed. I don't know what I was doing. But apparently, well, okay, not apparently. Arsenal won 1-0. Apparently, Holland got pocketed. That I did see. Um, Motherfucker was in Saliba's pocket, bro. There's outclass city, supposedly. Without Bakayo as well. Their star boy. Wow. Their first win against City in four years. Yeah. Did you know? Until recently, City had not lost back to back games in the Premier League. Since 2018. I did see something about that. And they've now lost three in a row. And it, I find it so funny where I, for the first time, I think almost ever, I see actual City fans on Twitter because they're mostly non-existent. And they're just like... Oh, they've lost two in a row, my bad, because Newcastle was in the cup, but... They're like, oh, like, we're in the trenches right now. This is bad, but... You know, we signed a player to in the January transfer window, and we'll be back, and we'll be better. And I'm just sitting there thinking, did this man just say trenches? The trenches? <laughs> they lost two games. <laughs> like, do they not know anything before, like, 2013? Like, what is going on here? It's down 12. Did you see that one tweet of the guy and his son? No. He was like, gutted for the little fella. He's been to 283 games. And it's oh, the 11th yeah. loss that he's witnessed. And everyone's like, 11, 11? losses, bro. <laughs> bro. I've watched the 11 losses in the last 15 Chelsea games. What are we talking about? A Newcastle fan posted his stats. Of like, he was like, he's been to almost 400 games. It's been like 100 of them have wins. The rest of it losses and ties. Yeah. I was like, you know what I would fucking do for 11 losses? In 280 games? Oh my name, that's insane. I mean, even as a Chelsea fan, obviously they've been like one of the more dominant teams for like the last decade or two, but like there were still seasons where it was bad or yeah. a couple seasons where it was bad. Even when it was good, they, yeah. they lost more than 11 yeah. games. Motherfuckers, bro. 11 oh. losses in two. Nah, bro. That's crazy. I hope that kid like falls and skids his knee or something. Honestly. He deserves some pain. Honestly, bro. That's despicable. Oh, but yeah, that's pretty much it in the Prem. Um, Madrid won 4-0. To go top of the table. Bellingham, brace. 10 goals in 10 games for the fucking guy. This guy. He's really too good. It's pissed me off. 
Inter scores two, they tie to Bologna. Juve tied to Torino. And Christian Pulisic scores using a handball to beat Genoa. 1-0. That was disgraceful. Speaking of Americans, Beluga Will scored in the 3-1 win for Monaco against Reims. He did. To stay on top of Ligue 1. He's finally getting into form. Well, I can't say finally because it's been like fucking five games, but he's getting, he's, he's picking up some yeah, form. Yeah, he's, 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 he's finding it. He's finding it. He's finding the form. And on top of that, scores against his former club where he was on loan all of last year. So he didn't celebrate against Will Still in the Mighty Rain. Rems, whatever the fuck. Believe Nice won as well. Yep, yep against yeah. Mets, keeping them at second. And keeping PSG at third. We love to see that. Um, I'm, 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 I'm Dortmund won 4-2 against Union Berlin. Did Lyon win a game? They tied against Lorient. They're now second to last. Uh, Atletico Madrid won 2-1 against Sociedad. And Barcelona, Barcelona, Barcelona mm-hmm. tied 2-2 to Granada. <laughs> San Luis lost to Tijuana 2-1. Napoli won Florentina, three. Napoli in the mud, bro. They're in the mud, bro. They're going to get grouped in the Champions League. They're not looking too hot. I mean, they're fifth, but... Yeah, Milan are in first. Forza Milano. Leverkusen, three nil. To stay atop the Bundesliga. Love to see it. Would love to see somebody else other than Bayern finally win it. Bayern Munchen, three nil. To come to to be stay in third. You know, over the weekend I had new windows put into my house. Did you? And uh, the people that did it were French. Were they? And they were Marseille fans. Oh, you talked to them? No, I didn't. Oh, how did you? Talked to them a little bit, but they were wearing Marseille hoodies. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, bro, you should have started going like, "Do you have a PSG shirt?" Nah. You should have called me. I would have came over with my PSG shirt. Even like the only reason I have a PSG shirt is because I went to Paris, but like I don't even support them. Yeah. But just for the fucking banter, I would have been like, "Ah, you fucking wankers, a sacre bleu." Then they would have broke my windows. Shit, tremier, whatever two words I know in French. Luckily enough for them, they won three one and three nil this weekend. Oh, come on, the Marseille. They did it. PSG won three one against Rennes. Fuck you, PSG, you little prick. Roma one four one. Hold the L, hold the L. Bringing them up to tenth, considering they were like really down bad at the beginning of the, well, I saw the beginning of the season, but the mighty Toluca won three one as well. Shout out Ricardo. And it's against Gareth. I thought all their trash. What else happened? What else happened? Oh, the Red Stars lost six three. Yep. Shout out our Red Stars. Chicago Red Stars. Uh, and then the best game of the weekend. Or what we were hoping would got, was going to be the best game of the weekend until we actually got to experience it in person and then we wanted to kill ourselves. Mm. Chicago Fire lost 2-0 at home to Charlotte to all but end our playoff hopes. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. But that's not happening. But let's be honest. Let's be realistic here, boys. Let's be fucking realistic here, boys. All right, so let's see. Let's see. Right now, we are in eleventh place. We're tied on points for ninth, which is the last playoff spot, right? The Red Bulls play Nashville this weekend. 
Nashville has no reason to want Don't to win. Kill <laughs> Nashville literally has zero reason to want to win. Because they're in it, huh? Because they're already in, yeah. Well, and they can't be in the wild card game. Wait, actually, that's a lie. I lied. Nashville has a game in hand. So if they win both and, and Atlanta somehow loses it. Oh, no, they still don't get home field advantage. Never mind. Yeah, there's really nothing in it for Nashville. So they have no reason to really try against the Red Bulls. However, Montreal play Columbus. And if Columbus loses and New England wins one of their two games, then Columbus doesn't have home field advantage in the playoffs. Mm. Meaning Columbus needs to win. Meaning Montreal could lose and we win and we make the fucking wild card game. Isn't NYCFC also fighting for playoffs? Nah, they're eliminated, bro. They have nothing to play for? They're two, they're two points below us. Mm. So I guess like technically there's a way they could still if they win and the Red Bulls lose and Charlotte loses. But like, let's be honest. So there's a chance. Regardless, there's more important matters at hand here. We witnessed some disgraceful behavior on Saturday at the fire match. First of all, there were $5 hot dogs. How the fuck do you run out of hot dogs, bro? Yeah, bro. I went and asked for two dollars hot dogs. They said, no, we got posters. I'm like, those are $5, too. They're like, uh, I, don't, I forget what the dude said. And then next thing you know, he gives me this big old glizzy, which is like... That shit was like a fucking, like, three quarters of a foot long. Bro. That was definitely, like, eight inches. At least. She and was like, massive. And, like... So big. Some might say too big. Yeah, too big. Definitely. <laughs> Regardless... The $5 hot dog thing, the thing costs like 15 bucks each for a glizzy. Ridiculous. Which so. is stupid because we were supposed to also have $5 polishes at the game. But I think it was only like two stands or three stands. But like, why? Why is it not all of them? I don't even know which ones it was either. I don't even. They didn't even tell me. The dude wasn't dickhead, even like. Bro. Fucking dickhead. If, even if it was a specific stand, he could have been like, it's over there. Yeah, right? No. He was like, all right, come right out. Okay. $40 bucks for two glizzies and a beer. Are you kidding me? Wait, Kerber. $40 bucks? Well, I got a. Uh, I was scared to eat. I had a crowd of people chanting to slurp down the glizzy, and I couldn't do it, bro. That was that was that was actually great. Because the thing was, it wasn't even started by us. It was some random some dude in front of us. Started he was doing too much. I almost threw one of the glizzies onto the field at the ref. And then our, our friend Andrew stole the second glizzy, despite eating an hour before the game. And eating during the game. Stole the Surprisingly, you didn't eat after the game. That we know of. That we know. So he stole the second. Well, he didn't really steal it. I gave it to him because I couldn't eat it because I was full as hell. Eats the second glizzy after he waves it in the air and calls the ref a wink. He kills some ref so confident. <laughs> I have the video. Do you want to see? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I got the video. And then, and then he stole the rest of our friend Ricardo's nachos. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, it was a, it was fun. It was just a good game. But uh, at some point, he randomly took his shirt off as well during the game. 
Great banters. Great banters. And people were holding up Heights Out signs. Don Walsh was there. Don, Andrew being pressured. Don Walsh was there holding up a traitor sign again. And everybody was like, put that shit down, you stupid idiot. And he was like, fuck off, you cunts. Did you see somebody said that he smelled really bad yeah. too and they didn't know who he was? Yeah. Everybody was talking shit to him on Twitter. It was funny. Fuck this club, man. And then, to end the night, motherfucker sets off a flare. Monterey security thinks they're all big and bad. Go and attack a an, diehard. An innocent bystander. Innocent man. Literally travels from Wisconsin to every game. He's defending his friend who got racially profiled. And he gets attacked by Monterey security. Despicable, disgraceful, disgusting. So now the fans are saying we need Monterey out. And we've been saying it for time. Monterey is trash. I think that needs to be the next sign that we take to the game. Well, that's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be too late at that point. It's not even gonna be next season. They're still gonna be there. They're gonna see the sign and not let us take it in. Well, no, we take it in, then we. We obviously roll it up first, and then we unroll it out there, and we just show it to them in the middle of the game. It's freedom of speech. They can't take it from us. I think they can. Can they really? I don't know. They seem to do whatever the hell they want. Nobody at the club controls them. Fucking wankers, bro. Fucking hate those stupid little cunts. I also hate the front office of the Chicago Fire. Pisses me off. They don't care about the fans. It's so funny. I, I laughed out loud because there were, I, I think it was Section 8 or Sector Latino or maybe it was Red Light. I don't know who the hell it was. But someone said, Monterey security is so bad. They added him and then they added the woman who runs the supporters section bro, like from the front office, bro. Maybe. She said, you need to be held accountable. When it, what is it going to take for y'all to realize that these stupid idiots don't care about the safety of the fans. They only care about the power that you put in their hands when you give them the title of security. And then said, this isn't the first time that somebody's been racially profiled. It's not going to be the last time. Y'all need to fix this because you're really starting to piss us off. And if you piss us off, guess what? Your fans are leaving. And it's not going to be because we're bad. It's going to be because fuck y'all in the ass. I want to see a brawl first. Against, like, Monterey. Like, that'd be kind of sick. That would be sick. I can't advocate anything, but that would be kind of sick. Oh, man, they're like swimwear. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, like, even... Uh, so, yeah, like, section... People in, like, in the Section 8 area were, like, letting out... Like, uh, setting off flares. Which, for me, personally, I don't care. No like, issue at all. No issue at all whatsoever, right? Yeah. Because I even saw somebody on Twitter like, oh my god, I went to my first fire game on Wednesday, and I thought it was fun, so then I went to the Saturday to support a section. That was terrible. But and then, they were setting off flares, which somebody could have gotten hurt, and then I'm just like, shut the fuck, you know what, if, if you're going to be like that, just I don't, go. Yeah. Just fucking go, Honestly, to begin with. But either way, so the way they're supposed to put out the, like, the flares, right, it's supposed to be there in a supporter section, so it's safe. This fucking idiot from Monterey Security grabs it and takes it, it all the way up to like the... Yeah. What's it called? The hallway over there? The concourse. The concourse. Yeah. And everybody's just like, is he dumb? Yes, like, yes he is. Like, Very. Like, yeah, we're sending him off over here, but not in an enclosed space. Yeah. Well, they literally have buckets in, in a section. So that if someone sets a flare off, you just put it in the bucket. He didn't do that. No. 
I hate, I hate it here sometimes. And then to make matters worse, coming off of a 62,000 capacity game, we beat Miami 4-1 to eliminate them from the playoffs. Our playoff hopes are at an all-time high. And the Chicago Fire decide to announce that they're probably going to re-sign the GM and assistant GM who's led us to nothing but mediocrity and pain for the last four years. Winker! I hate it. I, just, I can't. Dude. Nothing can go right at this club for more than two freaking hours, bro. They handled the, the messy situation so well. Like, here, we'll give you free money for next year because he's not playing. Which they didn't have to do because it's not their fault that you bought a ticket to see the man come out and support your local club, you fuckers. It shouldn't take him to get you to this game. You should just come to the game in the first place. They should have a thing where, like, if they can tell if you bought more than, like, five tickets this season, then they give you the money. If not, no. Right? They should have did that. But And five is already kind of a little, but, I mean, some people yeah. do travel from kind of far. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. With our season all but over, we got a big off season ahead. New coach coming. Nothing close to being announced. Red jerseys coming. They're probably gonna fuck that up too. Hopefully, a bunch of new players added and a lot of players sacked. Probably gonna ruin that too. And hey, the league starts in February next year instead of like late March, so it's gonna be fucking cold as hell. We're probably going to start on the fucking road a lot. Probably, yeah. Hopefully, well, that's kind of good. Hopefully that means we get to host a lot of road, uh, a lot of home games this summer. Mm. Be nice. Saturday nights. Shy town Like June and July. Oh, I fucking love it, dude. Sensational vibes. I hate the summer. I prefer games around this time of year. Yeah, but like... Like... It's either. better in... It's better in June than it is in February when it's fucking oh, well, I mean, 15 yeah. degrees outside still and it's snowing probably. I just the other day it was 50 degrees outside and I walked outside to get the mail and I just stood there for a couple minutes just enjoying the cool wind. I woke up this morning it was 37 degrees. You wake up a lot earlier than me that's why. Yeah. I was like holy shit it's cold but it felt so good when I walked outside. I was like oh. It was like 8 in the morning the other day when this happened and it was like 50 degrees and like oh that breeze was just like and then I smelt and it smelled like fall. And it's like. And then, like, in the afternoon, it's like 60, but it's kind of warm. Fucking great, dude. Fucking great weather. Love this shit. One more thing I'm going to add. The best Premier League player of the last generation has retired. The best winger of the last two decades, Eden Hazard. Absolute legend. Mm-hmm. Thought he retired five years ago, to be honest. He's been in Madrid Might for like as well three. have. Because he was just riding the fucking bench the whole way. Trash not his fault. Motherfucker, bro. It's literally not his fault. It is. Injury. For like a year. He's been back from injury for like two years, bro. He did nothing. Yeah, you would get on the field, play a couple minutes, and get injured again. And then, like, the last year, oh, it was basically he was fine, but Ancelotti just wouldn't play him. Maybe you should have drank some milk and ate some veggies, bro. Fucking dumb. No, I'm not. Someone needs to address it, bro. Overrated waste, man. Salah's clear. See, not, I, even, not even the greatest Belgium of, Belgian player of all time, because Kevin De Bruyne is better. 
I saw a lot of things about him being compared for Salah for no reason. Because if you think about it, if you actually watch Ball, Salah is nowhere close to Hazard. Hazard in his prime in the like those six seven years at Chelsea was getting compared. Obviously, he wasn't at the level, but he was getting compared to Messi and Ronaldo. Who does Salah get compared to? Hazard. They say, oh, like he retired, so he obviously is not that good with his longevity. He's been balling in League One, winning titles since he was 18. Salah wasn't relevant until 2017 when he was already 24-25. Salah scores goals, cool. But if you actually watch ball, Salah is nowhere close. Seven straight seasons. You are comparing someone like Haaland to OG Ronaldo. Seven straight seasons with 30-plus goal contributions in the Premier League. You're watching it's stats. That's all stats. The tech, tech. It's not all stats, bro. You need to be a good player to do that. Otherwise, I could fucking go and do it. Technical ability, Hazard is clear. Solid. Dribbling, dribbling. I'll give it. I'll give it to Hazard. Fair enough. He's a good dribbler. That's it. That's why everybody's like, oh my god, he's not a Hazard because he can dribble. I don't give a fuck about dribbling, bro. If I cared about dribbling, if 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 someone that could dribble was so good. Neymar would have won a World Cup. Ronaldinho would have been the best player of all time. Okay, but Hazard has achieved a lot more with Chelsea. Carrying that... Uh, like what? Okay. He didn't win the Champions League. He won how many league titles compared to Salah's one during a season that was fucking bullshit anyway because of COVID? Salah's won Champions League, though. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean, okay, bro? How many did he fumble? At least he had the opportunity to win them. And Hazard won, won, like, two or three Europa Leagues. Oh, my days, the Europa League... Salah couldn't. You know, they're in the Europa League right now. Yeah, he'll probably win. They, they're, in the, they're not going to win it. They might win it, bro. I don't think Liverpool are. They've been in the Europa League before several times. They don't do shit with it. Salah is not clear of Hazard, and if you know he is, ball, bro. He is, bro. he's not. He's so clear. You started watching football in 2016. Cap. There's no way you're going to tell me that Hazard was not clear. 2014, bro. Hazard is clear if you nah. actually watch him. Solid clear, bro. Solid He's clear. not. He's really not. Solid clear, bro. There's the one argument I will like. I will always make a joke and be biased and shit, and like I'll mess with people. But this one, there's no way. Salah is. It's, it's just not. He is, bro. He is. He's genuinely not. He genuinely is. You're comparing like OG Ronaldo to like Holland. Obviously, OG Ronaldo was better, but like just because Holland scores more goals, everybody's gonna be like, oh, well, he's a better no, player. Because all Holland does is score tappins. That's why he scores a lot of goals because he scores tappins. Which fair enough, you have to you have to know where to run and when to run, and you have to hit the ball right. But look what he's doing right now without Kevin De Bruyne. And fuck all, he's doing fuck all. That's what he's doing. He's doing fuck all. He's getting outperformed by Julian Alvarez. Mohamed Salah didn't need a fucking world class player next to him to fucking score twenty goals in the Premier League. Yeah, he had them next to him. He had fucking Roberto Firmino who was washed at twenty eight years old because he couldn't run anymore. Yeah, but he was getting yeah. the ball feed yeah. to him he all the time. Sadio like, Mane, who was also scoring 20 goals. So if you have players that are scoring just as many goals around you, that, that you would think that then you would score less goals. But no, he was still scoring more goals. Yeah, the Liverpool team was clear, though. The team was clear. Not the player. Salah's clear, bro. He's not. Salah's clear. He's genuinely not. Teach their own, bro. Teach their own. Stat man. There's really nothing that anyone can say that proves that Eden Hazard is clear of Muhammad Salah. What did he do that Salah hasn't done? 
Just watch him play. He's act- he's a better player. He can dribble. That's it. The chances he, he would create, just dribble. because it wouldn't come on as an assist or a goal, he would create all these chances. But there are players like that today that nobody cares about. Yeah, it's just not as good. Christian Pulisic, clear. Redden Hazard. See, that, you're just fucking <laughs> dumb there. I just, we're ending it. It's late. Just, I'm done. I just wanted to trigger him, boy. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Honestly, if you think Salah's clear, I hope you die tonight. I'm kidding. That was very rude. I'm not going to end it like that. You'll never walk alone. I don't want to end it like that either. If you pick Mohamed Salah, because he's clear of the fraud that retired at 28 years old. Salah didn't have a career until he was like 25. Hazard won league on like while he was 18 by himself. Bye.